You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. I'm a messenger of God. You're doomed if you stay here. What's up, guys? Welcome in to another episode of the Horror Podcast. My name is Wes. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Kevin. And tonight, actually, right now, we are actually live on Instagram right now. Of course, we really didn't think this through because we should have just gone live on one account. But um, we're actually live doing the podcast in front of everyone or whoever's joined. Um, but uh, we're, we're pretty much old this. men at heart, so we don't really know what we're doing. So just bear with yes, us. <laughs> well, I am. I had the idea, so I'm like, fuck, I didn't think this through totally. But anyway, this is something new, something cool. We thought we'd get more people involved. So, um, And I'm very animated while I do this, so you can see my hands flail and do shit and you know, whatever. And when when Kevin says something that you know turns me on, I'll probably get a little red face. But, you know, it well, is see, you know, it we, is. we had to start going live because he started getting very sexual behind the scenes. And uh, it was really bothering me, so I had to show everybody else what he was really doing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. You turn me on, dude. It's just the way it is. Um, oh, I mean, you know, I mean, people always tell me, you know, are you and Kevin together? I'm like, listen, back off of Kevin. He's mine. Don't touch him. That, that, little, that little dude is all about me and I'm all about him. So it just be it like that. that sometimes. I mean, it does really, but you know, there's certain people who have to be like, dude, back off. But anyway, um, so back on track here. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about uh, our next director in our director series. We're on number 11, episode 11. Um, we're actually, before we start to, we're actually going to cut this season short just a bit. We usually go 20 episodes. Um, I, I, we kind of talked the night about this. We're kind of going stagnant, I think. I, I want to revamp the show. I want to get some new, new stuff, new blood going. Um, so I think we're just going to do... Uh, 15 episodes. Is that what we decided on? Yes. <laughs> Lucky number 15, because <laughs> why not? It's perfect. This, exactly. So I think that's what we're going to do. I think we're just going to do that, and we're going to go through a few more directors. Of course, we're going to hit the big ones. Um, we haven't hit already. So, But the next season, we're going to sit down, we're going to figure it out, and we're going to get it going. So, um, But right now, we're going to be talking about none other than the zombie king himself, George A. Romero. Um. I, I, I'm just gonna say right off the bat. I think you're you're more of a fan than I am. Am I right? Um, some low key and high key almost at the same time. Um, when he he has good highs, but his lows are pretty low too. So, well, true. Yeah, he. You know, I think honestly, when he made Diary, I mean Diary of the Dead, um, which I think you alluded to that. You know, that new title change. Um, I, I think that. Well, you know what? Never mind. I was going to say something there, but I'll let it go because that could be a whole other tangent going on. So, um, but yeah, people people love George Romero. Let me I mean, just get that out of the way first of all because people love him to death. Uh, I've heard he's a great person. Uh, people wait in line for him for hours to talk to him at cons. So, um, the dude himself is great. Uh, is he still alive? Who? George A. Romero. <laughs> no. I'm talking about no he's, no i don't well yeah, we're not, recording yeah. so you're asking if you're still alive i'm like wait no, what? no, no. Is, is, is he still alive no he's still alive no yeah no is, he passed away that's what i thought okay was it was it can- cancer was it i'm actually not too sure i'm not too sure there. if anyone knows in the comment or on live 
George Romero, how did he pass away? Um, please tell me. Um, but anyway, barring all that, uh, RIP George Romero, hope you don't come back as a zombie because you'll be the first one to do it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Let's just get into this because I want to, I want to hear your top five and I know I'm going to be interesting to hear because I have some really weird picks, but uh, anyway, let's just get into our first director, or first director, our first director in a long time. Because <laughs> I feel like we haven't done this in like 30 years. But uh, oh, I know. Do, yeah, uh, we took our we took our little break, and uh, yeah, it feels good to be back. This is where we're meant to be. It really be. does. It really does. Seriously, this is this is something I've, I love doing. So yeah, I'm glad to be back. So let's get into a uh, little little Georgie, and uh, yeah, tell us tell us about him, dude. George Andrew Romero was born on February 4th, 1940 in the Bronx, New York. Yes, Andrew. That's where the A comes from. I didn't know that. Okay, cool. So he died on July 16th, 2017 in Toronto, Canada. Again, um, reasons unbeknownst to me. Um, But yeah, someone someone will hit us up and let us know. Um, After graduating college in 1960, Romero began his career in shooting TV commercials and short films. He founded Image 10 Productions alongside Night of the Living Dead screenwriter John Russo in the late 1960s. Um, but yeah, no, that's pretty much him. He got his, his, uh, start obviously in New York. Um, he's, he has a lot of kind of, um, branches in Canada as well. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll, uh, rival everything you just said is zombie King. You know, he pretty much mm-hmm. created the modern zombie, um, as we know it, you know, obviously with night of the living dead, when that came out, no one's really seen anything like that before. So it was just kind of yeah. very interesting uh, take on kind of dead people. Obviously, he wasn't the first to bring up um, zombies. You know, that's been a thing. Obviously, we talked about that in our zombie episode in season one, uh, just kind of the history of the, the zombie film. But in terms of the zombies we see today, that is pretty much solely only because of George A. Romero. So his importance is definitely sure. felt in the uh, um, genre. Oh, definitely. That's for sure. Because honestly, when you think about zombies, I mean, my, one of my first thoughts is George A. Romero. So yeah. yeah, it's just, that's just, he's very synonymous with that. So, yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, you want to break down through some of his directing credits? Let's do it, man. All right. So um, George A. Romero has 17 direction credits to his name and they go as follows. Um, 1968, obviously his first film is Night of the Living Dead, which interestingly enough had a budget of $114,000. And how much do you think that made at the box office? Gosh, not no, I'd say not much. Maybe like I don't know, ten million, maybe thirty million dollars. Ooh, wow! Yeah, that's crazy, yeah. dude. So it pretty much makes Night of the Living Dead one of the most successful indie horror films of all time. Not even horror films, just indie films like alone. So, well, yeah, I, I knew that, but I didn't. I didn't think it was that much, though. Good God, that's a lot. Okay. Cool. See, I didn't either. Like even back in the day, man, in 1968, $30 million. You could buy at that's... least like twenty. 270 million gumballs at least. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a lot of gumballs, too. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot I mean, of fucking damn. gumballs. That's a lot of that's too many gumballs, seriously. Um, uh, but, um, but yeah, you have any uh, quick opinions you want to give on Night of the Living Dead before I hit up Romero's next one? Yeah, let me just say this Night of the Living Dead, one of the, it's honestly, it's one of the greatest films of all time, uh, especially horror wise. Um, well, I guess we'll find out where it lands on my list or if it does land on my list or whatever. Uh, but it definitely is one of those films that was groundbreaking. It had some amazing effects for the time. Uh, George did a great job with his direction. Uh, the whole thing is just phenomenal. So uh, 
regardless of how I take it, regardless of how I look at the movie, it is a, a landmark. It is a historical piece of art in my opinion. So, Yes, sir. I would agree. There you go. So yeah, uh, stay tuned. I say this every goddamn week. I feel like, um, the way we do this after, after I go through the filmography, he's going to give his top five, uh, favorite films by Romero. I'm going to give mine. Obviously we don't know each other's cause we like to keep spicy jalapeno and the chili mm. habanero, if you will. Um, <gasps> I miss that so much. Yeah. Aww. Bring it back, baby. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, um, that's just kind of the nature of the beast. Uh, so with that being said, are you ready for the next one? Yo, man, let's hear it. All right. All right, so 1971, he directed a film called There's Always Vanilla, which I've never seen. Have you seen that one? No, I've never heard of it. Yeah. Um, 1973 is Season of the Witch and The Crazies. So 73 was a pretty big year for him. Um, I've only seen The Crazies out of the two. Have you seen any of them? Uh, I've seen The Crazies. I have. Okay. The like the original or like the 2010? Like like both. I've seen both of them, yeah. Okay. I actually haven't seen the original, believe it or not. It's... Just watch it. Just watch it. Yeah, it's good. Just, just, I'm just watch it. I'm not gonna say anything else. Just watch it. Okay, <laughs> that's, all, that's all I can say. Now, this one's controversial. In 1974, he directed a film called The Amusement Park. Now, this is oh, that sounds familiar. He, this has not been released yet to the public. Um, I don't really? know if they can't. Yeah, I don't know if they can't find his um, like the elements for it, or if I, I yeah, I don't know if it was destroyed. If it's out there. But yeah, it's just kind of like this long lost film that he had directed. Yeah, but I'm I'm sure it's interesting. I mean, '74 was a fire year. You had Texas Chainsaw and Black Christmas. Seriously, yeah. dude, that is that was that is a fire year right there. That's that was a big year for horror. Seriously. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Um, All right. Then in 1978 came Martin and Dawn of the Dead, which I'm sure we'll probably talk about Dawn of the Dead in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. 1981, Night Riders. 1982, Creep Show. Obviously you know, mm. good. Um, yeah. 1985, <laughs> Day of the Dead, 1988, Monkey Shines, 1990, Tales from the Dark Side, and Two Evil Eyes, which are two anthologies that he, like, directed segments of, so he's not, like, the sole mm-hmm. director, but, fuck it, I'm still counting right. them. It's my, yep. it, you know, it's yeah. our podcast, you know, it's like, we'll do yeah. what we want. <laughs> exactly. Um, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, where did I, where did I last, oh, okay, 1990. 1993, yeah. Romero directed a film called The Dark Half. 2000 came a film called Bruiser, 2005, he kind of came back to the land of the zombies and he did land of the dead and diary of the dead in 2007. (laughs) Pretty much. Honestly, might as well be Christ. And then 2009, his final film was survival of the dead. So he kind of found his way back to the zombie films at the uh, latter half of his career. Did that work out or not? Will that, will either of those three final uh, zombie films show up in our top five or in my shit pick? Um, that is to be determined. Oh, that's right. The shit pick. Oh, my God, dude. So, yeah, you'd be glad I'm not doing a shit pick because I would probably pick like 10 films. So, <laughs> Jesus. Let's leave it like that. So, um, well, cool. Why? So, is that, uh, is that all we got to, to talk about, about that? Yep. That's all we got. Cool. Well, I guess it's uh, just time to get into the shit pick because I honestly have no idea we were going to pick your shit pick this week. I just have no clue because, well, like There's I said, a couple before, to choose from. If it's up to me, wow. I mean, I, we, I, I mean, never mind. You know what? I'm, I always put the cart before the horse. I need to slow down. I need to stop, breathe. Don't breathe in the shit. You know, the shit stink, but like, you know, <laughs> do your thing. So, all right, let's just hear that shit pick, buddy, because I got I to know it. 
Hey, kids, it's time for Kevin's Shit Pick of the Week. So, my shit pick of the week. Um, I I would say this is uh, to no surprise of, of anybody listening, but I would have to say Survival of the Dead, which, oh, man. That's a little surprise to me. I thought you were going to pick Diarrhea of the Dead, so I don't know. Just, well, the thing was, I don't... I actually didn't have to turn that one off when I was watching. Really? I was, I was able to, yeah, I was, I mean, I was able to, yeah, I was able to finish it. Survival of the Dead. I think I literally had to turn off. Um, there's just not really any redeeming factors. Uh, it's just, mm. I don't know, kind of what happened along the way, but like this film was made on a four million dollar budget, and which Damn. I mean, that's yeah, that's kind of smaller uh, in regards to kind of. I don't know if this was released theatrically or not. I'm, I'm guessing not with. That budget isn't it it funny. Like a four million dollar budget, like isn't kind of groundbreaking. You know, it's just that's kind of right around where it typically seems to be. Yeah, well, I mean, back in the day, of course, that was huge, but now it's like, yeah, like anyone can make a a movie for four million dollars. It's not a big of a deal. So, of course, you get investors and whatnot. So it's not like out of pocket, but yeah, it's still not a huge deal. But yeah, definitely. Um, So yeah, what's to what's to say about this one? Um, It's bad, man. (sighs) It's so bad. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's like, obviously, you know, I don't want to like trash any movie, but, um, yeah, it's just, I, I can finish most movies. Actually I finished, I can't say all because I don't finish all of my movies, but literally 98% because some movies they turn, they turn around, you know, at the end and Mm -hmm. you would have never known if you would have turned it off earlier, you know? So, but this one, (laughs) there's just no chance. I couldn't, um, and that's kind of going to be all I'm going to say about it. Um, obviously, I do not recommend it, so don't go out of your way if you can. Yeah, mm. don't go out of your way. Don't yeah. watch it. Seriously, I agree with you. Just yeah, don't watch the movie because it's just horrible. It's got, watching a live Survival of the Dead, don't even don't even worry about it. Nope. Uh, and Diary of the Dead. I mean, Diary of the Dead. Just to leave both of those. Those two movies need to be put in the, in the trash can. Or in the toilet, and I'll have my fucking toilet sound. I know I'm, I'm falling on you know, some shit here, uh, but if there was a toilet flush, there'd be one right here. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, flush that shit. Get it uh, out of here. Hell yeah, fuck that shit. All right. Um, I guess that's all we got to cover. So I guess we're gonna get into our countdown. Uh, before we do this, if you're on live still, um, the best way to do this is if if I, if I'm giving my my pick. Come on my channel if or on my page if Kevin's giving his what his that way you can hear what we're saying. Um, of course, next time we're gonna do this a lot better, but this time we'll have to just we'll have to just make it work the way it's gonna work. So, but Kevin always goes first because you know ladies first. But um, right, haha. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're a work in progress. All right, we'll we'll get it one day. I promise. <laughs> All right, well here we go, brother. Uh, let's just get into uh, number five. Let's do it. Number five. They're coming to get you, Barbara. What the hell are they? They're us, that's all. There's no more room in hell. Happy Father's Day. An artist's work, even if he changes styles over the years, there's, you know, you can always maybe see a little something there that connects you or says, oh yeah, I can recognize that. I can see the person in there. Fire, fire as always. You like it? I like, like that. It? Yeah, that was, that was awesome. All right, cool. so cool. number five, or I, I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. You want to toot your horn? No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. Um, You're well, good. I'll, I'll toot your horn for you. Toot, toot. Oh, all right. Thank you. <laughs> you like that? You toot, toot, toot more. You toot more later, right? <laughs> oh, of course. 
At least three more times. All right. At least. Flirting out of the way. Now, (laughs) number five, (laughs) I've got Dawn of the Dead. Oh, nice. Oh, are you talking about the remake or the original? Hey, we're t- uh, okay. So, uh, all of my picks are ones that he actually directed instead of produced or writ- wrote and had, had written. R- 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 Whoa, back it up, back it up. Jesus. All yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. That's okay. That's that's good. I think I, think I have one. One of mine is one of it that he directed. He uh, just produced. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about Dawn of the Dead. Uh, at number five, obviously, it's a pretty controversial pick. I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for it. Um, <clears throat> it's just for 1978 it's the time when this was released you had halloween coming out this year you had already had kind of texas chainsaw massacre black christmas things that kind of did special effects really well um dawn of the dead man it's just so kind of it looks so fake and 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 i'm fine with fake looking shit sometimes but Mm, when it's a zombie film um i mean some of the kills are 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 good but the zombies they're like they have this bluish hue to them um in this movie Mm, yeah and it's just yeah, it's just, and I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't like the look of the zombies. Um, the blood is super, super red. It's like, I don't know how paint. they ended it's up like, with it, that. It's red paint. Is what it is. That's it. It's just red paint. It's red paint. That's what that's what they use for a lot of uh, horror films for for blood is red paint. Well, I'll be damned. They they could have chose there a different like shade at least. Well, well, right. well, they wanted to be they, they wanted to be brilliant, and it really is. If you look how bright it is, blood in horror movies is, is almost usually really bright red, so you can see it well. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll give that to you, but like, still, like, you're making a you're making a movie. Yeah, I, I don't know if you, <laughs> if, if it's going to be like a serious horror movie. It, I, I, in my opinion, I, I don't, I think it should be a little more realistic. I don't, I don't. Know. I, I mean, agree. and I'm kind of already kicking myself for saying everything I've already said, because this is like Tom Savini too. Mm, true. So, yeah. um, and we all know what he's able to do, but that's the thing. Mm. I mean, just two years later after this film was released, he did Friday the 13th, which at the time, the, you know, the kills were next level. Obviously now, you know, they're a little outdated, but I, you know, your boy still loves them. Uh, yeah. but yeah, dude, I don't know. It's just, this movie never really did it for me. It's, it's really long too. I'm not sure if it's exact run runtime, but it, it's just way kind of, almost longer than I feel like it should be. I love mm. the setting. Uh, the mall is a great setting. It's a lot of fun. You can like take advantage of, of a lot of that. Um, but still, it just doesn't really do a lot for me. Uh, there's a lot of downtime. It, it, it feels dated, unfortunately, in my opinion. Of course, of course, anybody listening who's mad at me, um, my opinion does not invalidate yours. Uh, it does, damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like when people like hear someone else give their opinion on a movie, like more so if it's negative, um, they get like kind of like upset about it. But like all your feelings on any movie you like is completely valid. Um, as are mine. True. Most people hate the movies I like, so I completely know what it feels. Yes. Like. Oh my god. Oh my <laughs> god. Yes. That is the most true statement you've ever said in your entire life. Holy I- fucking shit. I want to put that on your fucking tombstone. Yes. <laughs> yeah, people know my opinion on uh, House of Wax, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Wow. Okay, let's just move on. Yes. Seriously. What, what, what's your number uh, five? Well, my number five pick is. Uh, I, I'm kind of going the same route you are. I'm going to go with one that people really, really love this movie. Um, and okay, just to be honest with you, I, upon a rewatch for this podcast, I was very skeptical it would even land on my on my list. I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it just to make sure. But I was actually very impressed by it this time. I kind of took a different lens and looked at it in a different way. 
And it is, I'll just say, the film is Day of the Dead. Uh, not the remake, of course, the original. Um, yeah. Um, I never liked this film. It just seemed like it was slow and just, I don't know, it took forever to get going. Mm-hmm. But like on a rewatch, I actually really appreciated the way that it looked. It almost took like a uh, Walking Dead type of uh, feel to it, kind of like a, the aspect to it. it. It really focused on the characters uh, of how they were trying to make it through, trying to make this society underground, you know, away from the zombies to get it to work. And you see the struggle between, um, you know, this military presence that is kind of, you know, half-assed and, and they just kind of try to take over with the civilian part. You know, of course, you have the medical field as well. You know, the doctors are trying to, you know, tell them what's going on and they don't really give a fuck. They just want to militarize everything and take over and be all badass and shit. But um, I don't know, the, the kills are pretty good in it. Um, a lot of this, you know, the effects are great. Um, who, who did the effect? You know, did the effects for this movie? Uh Oh man, I'd be remiss to say if it was Tom Savini, but I'm not 100. percent I must say, I don't, yeah, I don't know either. I mean, anyway, if if Tom did it, you know, it, like they're great. So honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he did do it. So, um, but like I said, growing up, I, was, I saw it with my dad a few times, and and I was really kind of bored. I'm like, you know, playing on my toys or you know whatever I was doing while we we're watching it, and it just really, really you know grabbed me. But all like I said on the rewatch, I was very pleasantly surprised of how much it reminded me of of Walking Dead and. I love that show. And I think honestly, they probably took a lot from this movie. If you want to be just fully honest with yourself and with, you know, everyone else that it just, you know, it's all about that struggle, that struggle between, you know, what's out there, you know, you can't go outside unless you want to face these undead creatures. At the same point you want to have as much of a society as you possibly can, you know, that's, it's, it's, you put yourself in a situation of how you would handle it. And, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy, honestly, because I can't imagine going through a zombie apocalypse. Honestly, I just don't know how I would react or what it'd be like, but you know, it kind of is what it is. Um, Oh, I have a quick update real quick too. Um, when we were wondering about the whole Tom Savini thing. Yes. Um, he also was involved in, uh, Martin, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Creep Show and Monkey Shines. So those are all George Romero films that he's, he's done. Yeah. Wow, that's that's a lot, dude. That's yeah. a ton. So yeah, he, Savini really had his hand in everything. I mean, you know, probably literally because I've heard he's you know really into the ladies. So I mean, that hand's probably been a lot of places. So <laughs> yuck. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you even watch that hand, buddy. Um, but but well, I'm glad you cleared that up. Um, of course, you can't talk about this movie without talking about Bud. Um, Bud uh, is one of those zombies where, but I'm sorry, Bub, not Bud. Like I say, Bud, Bub. Excuse me. He's one of those characters in the movie where he's immortalized in everything: t-shirts and you know figurines and you know, whatever. It's just he's he's one of those creatures that you always see, you know, with headphones on, and he has that stupid look on his face. And I look like that in the morning, honestly. If you want to see what I look like in the morning, Bub is exactly who I am. So <laughs> I have that, you know, I'm like, hey, Drew. <laughs> I, I look myself in the mirror. I'm like, hey, you know. But, that's, before, um, that's before your morning pills and your Viagra and all that yeah, shit, right? Yeah, oh, dude, I take my pop Viagra like fucking, you know, breath mints. Seriously, like Zannies. Like, like, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, but uh, according, of course, there is a bit of a twist in this movie of what the scientists are actually trying to, to do with, you know, studying the other zombie or the guys, the zombies in general. I uh, won't we'll give that away if you haven't seen it before. Of course, if you haven't seen it, 
where have you been, you know, your entire life as a horror fan, but you know, I'm not going to, not going to be all mad at you. It is what it is. Um, but wrapping this up though, I will say that, like I said, I really did enjoy it more on this rewatch. Of course, it's not one of my favorite movies of all time or anything, but, but I do enjoy seeing, you know, just the respect that stuff, you know, or just the respect that, uh, zombie movies, TV shows, whatever, give it nowadays. It's, it really is kind of cool to see that transition, that bridge, um, kind of be, you know, be built between this movie and the stuff we enjoy today. So, uh, yeah. Any, anything to add about this one? Um, I might be talking about that one in a little bit. We'll see. All right. Well then let's just, let's just move on then. So <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to steal your thunder. So, uh, all right, let's just move on to, uh, number four. Number four. They're coming to get you, Barbara. What the hell are they? They're us. That's all. There's no more room in hell. Happy Father's Day. An artist's work, even if he changes styles over the years, there's, you know, you can always maybe see a little something there that connects you or says, oh, yeah, I can recognize that. I can see the person in there. Okay, so, uh, what, this is number four? Um, number number four. four, we talked about this film recently on a certain anthology episode. <gasps> really? Yes. Um, I've right. got Tales from the Dark Side. Ooh, nice. All right. Yeah. Very good. James Raymar uh, fans rejoice. I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. him a little bit. Um, so Very nice. In, in regards to kind of horror anthologies, um, this one is honestly in the better half, I would say. It, it's, it's probably not my top five, maybe not even my top ten, but it is very enjoyable. It, it, and that's the thing, you know, you've, this one has so many people in it. There, Steve Buscemi, you remember, you remember that goofy looking mofo mm-hmm. in this? Uh, mm-hmm. um, James Raymar, uh, Christian Slater. It's, it's just like a, it's a yes. free for all, honestly. And um, yeah, so some many of the, dudes, so many, some of the effects are really fucking cool too. There's some really good creature effects. Um, the cat story is pretty funny. <laughs> like it, it. Okay. So <laughs> I love it, dude. I fucking love it. Again, uh, I would be remiss to to mention that this is 1990. So do with that information what you will. Um, people like to say 1990 horror movies aren't that great, and um, I, uh, I I know you're a huge fan, so I don't want to like trash it. But like in regards to kind of within the last 40 or 50 decades, um, or I guess that'd be four to five decades, 40 50 years. Um, yeah. It's just not really kind of up there, in my opinion. I mean, again, there's some bangers. Uh, your boy went, Wes Craven went crazy in the 90s. Uh, he, oh, God. he popped it off. Yes. But yeah, I don't know. Um, so uh-huh. this kind of bridges that. It's like, oh, welcome to 1990. What are the films going to be about? Um, <clears throat> it's about like a cat that kills people. Uh, one of the one of the segments is like <laughs> a dude turns into a demon. And I think that's James Raymar that turns yes. into a demon. So I'm not like 100% positive. Um, yeah. But, but fuck, dude. Yeah, it is, it's a wild anthology. It's a lot of fun. Um, good creature feature is what I would kind of describe this one as. So if, if you haven't seen it, I would definitely recommend it. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I might be talking about this later on, so I won't say too much. But yes, I yeah, I, everything you said, I echo completely. So yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> so, um, anything else to add before we move on? Uh, no, man. What you got at number four? Well, I have a film that everyone loves. I mean, I, I don't know anybody that doesn't like this movie, honestly. Um, it's an anthology, like, you know, going an anthology way here. Um, 
And it's funny because I had some stuff flip-flopped here a little bit earlier, but I think I've kind of straightened it out as I've been talking, kind of made it more sense. But um, my number four pick is Creepshow. Holy shit. Are you so, serious? I'm serious. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm trying to look for something to throw at the wall right now. I'm disgusted. I know, no, I know, no, it's I know, fine. I know, I know. But, but I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's one number five, I guess. So there you go. Um, here, all right, here's one thing that I can say about this, this anthology that drags it down for me. It, it would be a lot higher if they had put another story in there. But Jordy Verrill is probably one of the worst Oh. entries in any anthology of all time. Why? I, I don't I don't like it. I love Stephen King to death. Trust me. Stephen King is the fucking man. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That that's that's what do you what do you call him? I guess we call it a short story, but I guess what do you segment? call the stories in an anthology? I so, see yes, that segment, there you go. That segment in a treep show just does not do anything for me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I always fast forward it. I don't even like to look at it. It's stupid. It's dumb. <laughs> it looks it looks dumb. I could come at me. I mean, people in live right now are probably losing their shit, but um, yeah, I'm just a little talk about it. We'll hug it out. Yeah, I, I knew you would be. Honestly, I knew yeah, you would be. it's all but right. It is what it is. I mean, I can't. But but the, you know, the other ones, you know, Father's Day, um, the uh, the crates, uh, the tide. The, the, what was the tide one? I can't remember the tide one. What was it? Was something to tide you over? Um, yeah, th- those are all great. And I think there's five. What's the last one? Um, oh, something's creeping up on you. Yeah, with the with the roaches. Yeah, I mean, oh, that one. Get, oh, I, that one gets to me, dude. That was fucking disgusting. And I'm telling you, I, we said this before. Anything that can physically affect the way I live my life, <laughs> that, that you got me. You fucking got me. And yeah. that definitely gets me every fucking time. Um, and Father's Day, it, it, that's just an iconic segment too. I just love that segment so much. Um, yeah, Ed Harris. In the transition. Yes, dude, fucking Ed Harris. I, people love that guy. Uh, he's 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 also a mindful thing or needful things. You know, shout out to you, Jamie, if you're listening. Um, your name pops up all the time. Um, but needful things. He was fantastic in that movie. Uh, he's in a lot of. He's been a Truman Show and just so many great things. So. Um, yeah, I just I really I really enjoyed this movie a lot. I won't go too much into it. But of course, the crate, the crate actually like it kills in it. That gorilla is fucking mean as shit. I fucking love it too. Uh, oh, that then, uh, that one thing in the fucking crate. Yes, dude, this, it's and it's it's a really cool story because it kind of is a little wrap around at the end, kind of sort of not really, but um, very interesting stuff. And of course, uh, something to tide you over. Leslie Nielsen, you know, he's in you know Prom Night and a few other horror films, but. Well, he's known for his you know comedic stuff, but I love him. He's such a fucking great actor. Uh, Ted Danson as well. Uh, you know, I watched Cheers growing up, so that was right there in my wheelhouse. You know, talking about him. So, but yeah, it's it's just a great overall film. Like I said, Jordy Verrill really just almost just cuts it out for me. But I guess that I fast forward that part or I've skipped past that story. I just leave it in the dust or whatever it is. But uh, I know I've heard a lot of people's feelings. I'm sorry. Uh, but I can't help it. It's just nothing that I like to uh, to partake in. But <laughs> overall, the film is great. I will digress for just a moment and say it is great. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to rank high on your list after your little, you know, rant there. So maybe it's uh, not. Okay, <laughs> don't you don't know me? Well, I mean, I mean, the thing is, I do know you. So <laughs> that's the problem here is I do know you. I really do know you. No, I don't um, think you know. You don't know shit. I I don't know shit. Okay, I don't, I don't know Kev, guys. I don't know Kevin. I, 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 <laughs> 
another co-host, anybody want to co-host with me? Hey, just let me know. No. <laughs> back it up, back it up. I'm just kidding. I can do this show with anyone else, so we'll just go But anyway, oh, I love you, buddy. Love you, yeah, brother. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. uh, the love is all around. Um, that's a reference to a love, actually. But anyway, okay, I digress seriously from Christmas shit. So, yeah, let's not go that route. All right, uh, let's go with number three and uh, see what you got, buddy. Number three. They're coming to get you, Barbara. What the hell are they? They're us, that's all. There's no more room in hell. Happy Father's Day. An artist's work, even if he changes styles over the years, there's, you know, you can always maybe see a little something there that connects you or says, oh, yeah, I can recognize that. I can see the person in there. All right. What are we at? Number three. Uh, okay. So, Day of the Dead at number three. Um, now, I, I've only seen go. this one like once or twice, um, but it's one that you remember. There's a mm-hmm. lot of memorable scenes um, in this one. You know, the hands kind of grabbing out of the uh, the wall, uh, Sergeant Rhodes being mm, the yes. biggest prick alive. Um, <laughs> the yep. But one major thing that really, and Bub, obviously, one major thing that really mm-hmm. sticks out of this movie is the gore and special effects, especially in regards to um, Dawn, which I just completely reamed, that was released seven years before this film. Um, but I mean, obviously, this 85, it was after kind of the huge sla- uh, slasher pandemic, if you will. Mm-hmm. So obviously, the special effects have amped up, you know, and Tom Savini, yes, Tom Savini's been around the block a little bit at this point, and he... He got it right this time, man. The 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 special effects in this movie, oh my god, they 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 hold up when they're ripping the dude uh apart in uh yes. yeah in the hallway. Oh fuck, that's pretty gnarly. so good. I love that mm-hmm. scene. It, in a lot of that that in this, and that's what I'm saying is in regards to the kind of zombie films, this is definitely has some of the most memorable scenes I think for sure, and it's mm-hmm. it's definitely kind of a high point of mid '80s horror. I I think, um yeah, there's just so many memorable moments and. Uh, I have always, so I first watched this maybe only five or six years ago, actually, believe it or not, because um, typically zombie films aren't my thing. And spoiler alert, at the beginning when you said, oh, you're probably more of a George A. Romero fan than I am, uh, I, I, I like his movies for sure, but like, you know, I don't, zombies aren't really my thing completely. Yeah, same here. Yeah, so it, it, and I don't know if if that's just because I'm jaded because that's all that's been released over the past like ten years, you know. Go ahead. before you keep going with that, remember where you were. It's funny because the very first episode we ever recorded was zombies, and we even touched on the fact of how how prominent it was back then, which was two almost two years ago, and it's still that prominent today. Like it's still going as strong as it was two years ago. So yeah, yeah. it's funny you say that because in the very first episode we covered that. So. Yeah. That, oh, that was our first episode ever. Interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I interrupted you there. I just thought. No, I'd no, you're cool. So. I was just gonna say that this is. I think Walking Dead is about to air its final season, and uh, I don't want to be a hater, but I think it's about time. <laughs> I I watched that yes. show for like the first five uh, seasons. Um, right up, right, right around until the time they introduced Negan, and then it was just like, man, oh, I'm just God. tired of watching people yell at each other all the time. Um, I'm a, Dude, I'm a Negan, horror fan. I'm not, a, I'm not a drama fan, so. I know, I know, but dude, Negan was one of my favorite favorite characters on that show ever. Oh god, I fucking love that guy. Yeah, so. he knocked Glenn into fucking the future. 
<laughs> yes, he really did. <laughs> Holy shit. Damn, boy. The eyeball's popping out. <laughs> yeah, no, that I, I looked that up and I was like, okay, I see you walking dead. Like that was that was intense. That was that was a pretty yes. uh, sick moment. But yeah, um yes, it was. Yeah, I love Day of the Dead. That's that's kind of about it. I think that's all I've really got. Okay. Good deal. Yeah, I see you know my thoughts on that movie because I just I just gave it a minute ago. So um so my number three pick is uh, Tales from the Dark Side. Uh, I actually had to re-move some stuff around because I totally forgot about that movie. Yeah, see, it <laughs> was a late edition for me as well. Yeah, like I, I you know, I guess I really didn't pay much, too much attention about the fact he directed it. So I guess that's why I kind of missed that. I guess I was just overlooking a few things. But yeah, I actually had this I'm pretty high on my list for anthologies too. So um, yeah, I, like I said, I don't have too much to add to what you said before. Um, it just has that has that really cool feel. So all the stories have a cool feel to them. Uh, has almost has, has like a kind of like a, a it vibe, like a Stephen King, like you know, I don't know. Of course, it's, it's one of his films, so it it really has that feel to it. Plus, it has that Romero touch to it as well. So I think it was a, it was a very good blend of both of them together that kind of made that work for me, honestly. Um, but yeah, the story. I love all the stories. The Mummy stories were my favorite ones because it's so just like crazy and fucked up, but. Um, of course, the cat uh, as well too. That's the whole, that whole. That's probably my favorite one in the entire uh, movie. Is uh, the cat? What they call? It? What's the segment called? Is this the black cat? Uh, the cat in hell, or, or oh, it was like that yeah, movie. I can't remember. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, it's, we're old. Whatever. I'm old. You're not. I'm getting there. All right. What's your fucking excuse? We're getting there. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, that that that. I mean, it's uh, Dexter. Poor Dexter is the the dude in the the in the, in the segment, and I think he's. I mean, if anyone knows who that is, you're older than me. So yeah, props mm-hmm. to you. But uh, that, that's just, it's just a phenomenal movie from start to finish for all the segments. And like I said, I'm one of Stephen King's best movies. And uh, I can't wait till we get to Stephen King because I'm really going to, of course, we want to do it for, him for the director series, but I can't wait to get to just that point to where we can talk about all of this stuff and get to our top stuff. Oh my God, I'm so excited. But yeah, That's uh, going to be yeah, a really anyway. good episode. Seriously, and we may have to break that on two or three episodes, honestly, because there's so much Stephen King to talk about. Oh my god, dude! And movies and TV shows and you know, whatever. He's so much stuff; it's ridiculous. We may have to actually do a whole season just on him. But yeah, um, we, honestly, we probably could. <laughs> seriously, that's no lie. We could probably at least do like a shortened season with him. But uh, anyway, we'll talk about it later. But yeah, so Tales from the Dark Side, one of my favorite ones. So yeah, I'm with you on that, brother. So. Uh, all right, getting our top two here, man. I'm excited to uh, see what you got. I'm pretty sure I know what you got, just because I know you. And I, you know, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right, here we go. Uh, number two. Number two. They're coming to get you, Barbara. What the hell are they? They're us. That's all. There's no more room in hell. Happy Father's Day. An artist's work, even if he changes styles over the years, there's, you know, you can always maybe see a little something there that connects you or says, oh, yeah, I can recognize that. I can see the person in there. All right. So uh, I have at number two a movie that is the worst movie of all time, um, a movie that <laughs> sucks what? so fucking bad. Uh, <laughs> why dude why you, you why know, come on to everybody listening obviously i'm kidding because i literally just said at the beginning of this episode like 
that I didn't like a movie and then that people shouldn't get mad at me for not liking a movie. <laughs> and then here I am, like, just, like, tearing <laughs> you apart. Like, I'm just, like, completely contradicting myself like a fucking asshole. But, um... Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> I am what I eat. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, we're out here. Um, wow. Oh, my God. Okay. Go all right. Um, all right. So, Creep Show, ni- uh, 1982, at my number two spot. Uh, I don't know if it's the nostalgic uh, nature of this film in regards to why I hold mm-hmm. it so high, but yeah. it's just the, it's almost like the comic book nist to it. You know, it, like the feel of it is very unique. I really like that. There's really kind of unique colors throughout. I really like the lighting scheme. It's kind of very uh, mm-hmm. early seventies yes. or I guess mid seventies Argento, your favorite. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh god i mean uh, what i'm sorry um but yeah no i thought all the segments you know they're very unique i like them all uh jordy verrill um yeah i would probably say that's definitely lower down but i mean that's still it's i don't know that one always made me sad you know because he ends up blowing his brains out at the okay, end of okay 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 well, i know but okay here's the thing okay we gotta tell me wait what do you like about that segment please tell me because i gotta know i gotta know the idea of putting yourself in his shoes um it's like Oh, you know, don't, it's don't it's a dude look. down on his luck and and he thinks he came across <sighs> something super lucky. He's trying to sell it. He's going to be like, "Hey, this for anybody that's listening that hasn't seen Creep Show, a meteor falls near this dude's kind of rundown cabin. He's played by Stephen King actually. Jo- Jody Verrill. Yeah. Um Jordy. Jordy. Oh, is it Jordy? Oh, okay. Jordy Verrill, excuse yeah. me. Um right. And he he this meteor falls near his cabin and he thinks it's worth a lot of money. So he touches it and it kind of burns him. And then he like slowly starts to turn into this grass monster for some reason, and everything in his house turns grassy too. And he takes it to this like he has like dreams of taking it places and like it making him rich and this and that. And it, it's just like he's descending into madness because he's turning into this grass monster, which I think we can all fucking relate. You ever just wake up and you feel like grassy? Uh, no, 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 I don't. Okay, feel like that maybe that's just me. That's uh, <laughs> no, definitely you're definitely you. I mean. <laughs> yeah, be that as it may or may not be, uh, and he ends he ends up blowing his brains out at the end, and it's like fuck, man. Like he was so close to kind of being where he wanted to be, like it was within grasp, and then it, it just fell right through, and then it ended up with him like taking his own. Well, no, mind. it wasn't. It wasn't. He because thought here's it was thing. though. Okay. But, okay, okay. First of all, he's the biggest dumbass of all time. Second of all, don't touch a meteor. If it falls from the sky, don't fucking touch it. Um. So if he had touched it anyway to move it wherever he's going to take it to, they wouldn't. It would have turned out the same way. So it's like, I don't know. Just the whole thing, the whole the whole segment could have been nothing if he just had not touched it, and that would have nulled the entire thing. So like, I feel like that's the same way with a lot of horror movies, though. Like if they just would have done this know. little tiny thing differently, then like everything would have been fine. I know, but no, like, I, mean, I agree with so, you. It's a simple way of killing. It's definitely it. a weak entry in regards to kind of the. Um, the rest of the quality of the rest of the segments, I guess is what I'm trying to say all muddled up and shit, but yeah. 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 Creep show at number two. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. Cool. Like you mentioned, Leslie Nielsen and kind of like a goofy role. Um, but yeah, I, I'm yeah. about it. I love it. I, I, this is when I watched super, super fucking young. So, um, yeah, yeah. I love it. Creep show. Very good. Very good, brother. Um, Okay, so my number two pick, uh, I'm going to get a lot of flack for this. Holy shit. Yes, that may, I might get someone follows for this, so please don't don't follow me for this because I'm going to lay it down here. Uh, my number two pick is Night of the Living Dead. Okay. 
Okay, okay. You were like, you were expecting <laughs> me to just like, okay. just be so I bad. I was expecting you to blow up. I was <laughs> expecting you to blow up. Okay, okay, okay. At least you didn't blow. Okay, so well, I blew. As I sure, said before, but... we talked. About, well, I mean, you always blow, but um, yeah. I mean, in any good way, of course. Um, like I said before, at the start of this whole thing, Not Living Dead, like it's such an iconic film. I mean, if anyone says that it's not iconic or it's not legendary, it's not actual art. You, I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life because it's not right. Um, it is one of the greatest movies of all time because of the effects, the story, uh, the fact that they cast a black actor in the lead role. Um, just the whole thing of, he took zombies to a whole other level. Like, I mean, we, we covered, what was the very first zombie film we talked about? Uh, white, zombie. white zombie. Yep. Yeah. That, that took a whole different view of what zombies actually were. So he took it more of a you know cannibalistic or you know, animalistic way, which I think was really cool. Um, so just it is that that the vibe throughout the entire film is just always it's, you're very anxious, you're very you know you want to know what happens next, you know because you don't know. Of course, if you haven't seen it before, you know, if you've seen zombie films, you know. But, but especially if you see it, you know, when you're young or you know like a long time ago, you kind of have that feeling of I don't know what's going to happen next. So are they going to get out of this, or the zombies going to break in and get them? Or it's always that what if. Uh, of course, like I said, now it's, you know, we all know how zombie films go. They just go, there's, there's a formula. This is the formula that they follow. So if you ever want to find out why zombie films are the way they are, just watch this movie. And it's exactly all the, all the tropes are there. Uh, this is where all the tropes come from. So uh, now, of course, people may come at me with a few of the films that they say may come before this. But this is the one, like I said, this is the Halloween of the zombie movies. And it, is, can I get that right? Can I get an amen? Yeah, amen. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, amen. One hundred percent. Come on, man, let's go. <laughs> pull but, through, uh, pull through. Anyway, okay, I, I, I'm, I, I'm going long here. I know. I'm sorry, but I'll back up. No, no, you're anyway, no, you're fine. As I'm saying, okay, I, but I'm just saying, like this film is great. Uh, there's one film I think is better than this one in, in the countdown, but still, it's it's a phenomenal film. Uh, we watched it like me ten or so times, but. It leaves an impact on you, it really does. Um, this film was covered a lot in the horror noir. Uh, I guess it's like the, um, what do you call it? Like the do- documentary on Shudder. If you haven't seen it before, go watch it. It's fantastic. Oh, it's, it's amazing. a lot of stuff in this film. It is. It really is great. So go check that out. If you don't have Shudder, I mean, do a free trial at least just to watch this. It's, it's definitely worth it. So, um, but yeah, so there you go. My number two pick. So. Well, we're at number one. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. I wanted yeah. to. I like want to say a lot of stuff, but uh, you might as well go ahead and roll. Let's just let's just roll it, dude. Let's get number one, and uh, let's here we go. Number one. They're coming to get you, Barbara. What the hell are they? They're us. That's all. There's no more room in hell. Happy Father's Day. An artist's work, even if he changes styles over the years there's you know you can always maybe see a little something there that connects you or says oh yeah i can recognize that i can see the person in there all right no surprise neither the living dead at number one i figured i figured i knew i knew cream show and yep. the living dead would be your top two so yeah yeah i had to do it um <laughs> literally everything you said about this is completely spot on um you know just it has literally revolutionized an entire genre and it's still standing strong. Uh, it's, it's over 50 years old now. So for five decades, man, yeah, this stands the test of time. 
Um, it does. Now, obviously being released in 68, people knew color was a thing in 1968, but, um, you know, w- with the budget being what it was, uh, George A. Romero's first film, it was cheaper to go kind of black and white. And it kind of, it, it, it might not only be a monetary decision, but it might also kind of add to the eeriness, you know, the feel of it. And I, I think it was a good decision. Um, unfortunately in regards to kind of its reach, I do think it's kind of limited. Uh, when I was, when I was a you know, a kid, you look at a black and white film and you're like, inherently, it's just, there's not a lot going on. You don't think, you know, you think it's boring. It's just, you don't really, you're not intrigued by it. I watched this movie for the first time, maybe 10 years ago or so, um, when I was a teenager and I fell in love because it's the same thing with Psycho. It's like, it's a, it's literally a classic for a reason. You know, people have been hyping this up for a reason. This movie is so extremely important and that's coming from a person who's not even that much of a fan of zombie films this changed the face of horror forever and it was it was made on a hundred fourteen thousand dollars guys like it made 30 million dollars dude that's crazy it's so that is crazy crazy. it's insane it's insane and it was shot outside pittsburgh too which is like an hour and a half away from me so that's really fucking cool too and and even to this day pittsburgh's kind of hailed as the zombie mecca you know they have conventions there every year and it's it's just a really cool thing um now kind of to get a little bit deeper too, like you had mentioned, you know, having an African-American be the kind of hero of everything in 1968, that ruffled some feathers. And like now looking back, this movie was so brave for doing what it did. And especially now I, I, that's my favorite thing about this movie is it's, the the fact that well and it's funny because i've seen george a. romero said that it wasn't planned he just thought Dwayne jones was an extremely yes. good actor and that's why he got the part but there's definitely social commentary mm-hmm. under there and and it's really really beautiful i i can't hype this movie up enough i think the way that it it did that was great however the ending is complete horseshit i think but <laughs> yeah i agree it's kind of like the mist right. you know obviously i'm not gonna ruin it's okay this, movie, oh, this movie's 52 god years. the mist is so good watch yeah, the fucking mist watch so that good. um it's kind of like that where it's just you're left with this bleak ending and you're like, damn, you know, and I love the idea that, you know, Judith O'Day, the the um, the blonde woman at the beginning, she was supposed to be the final girl, you know, like you see her and you're like, oh, this movie's going to be about her. She just has an emotional breakdown the entire time. It doesn't really add anything. If anything, she's annoying. Um, yeah. And so it's just it's I love the direction it took. Um, it's fantastic. The for the time it was terrifying you know like he was showing things that people had never seen there's naked zombies you know like come on now yeah yeah I mean, they didn't show now. that shit that shit in white zombie um <laughs> fucking <laughs> come on now, come on now. Uh, yeah I hear you. <laughs> but yeah this movie is yep. extremely important i i will always cherish this one and always love it i think it's just very very kind of next tier and uh, I think George A. Romero deserves a lot of praise for it. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, everything else that was like, if I would have said everything that like I had planned, it would have been probably exactly what you said. I think you really hit the nail on the head with that. Oh, thank you very much, sir. But yeah, I think you, I think, I think both of ours together really puts together a great picture of how, how just amazing this movie really is. So yeah, I, yeah. I think we did this movie justice, honestly. So. And I feel like an asshole because I feel like I was very ranting good. and you still have to give your number one. 
No, no, no. I, I love, what you said, I loved hearing that. that. People will love to hear that too. So I'm glad you know you got to expound on that. Definitely. So thank you. Um, but yeah, that's it's a it's a beautiful film, and you're a beautiful man. And, and oh my goodness, stop! I'm blushing. All good. All good. Bless you more. Um, okay, so my my number one, I'm going to go a little different on this. I think we all know that Romero is one of my favorite directors, but I'm going to go with a movie that he produced. It's, I don't usually do this. I usually stick with it with the director credits. But this movie is just so phenomenal. I just I love it so much, and I just have to share with everyone. It's the Crazies from 2010. Oh no shit! Um, I do. I have to watch this movie yeah, now. Dude, it's so good, dude. It's it's one of the best films, honestly. I, it's it's just it's it. Okay, I'm just gonna let it out right now. The Crazies, the original. I just didn't like it very much. Um, but you need to watch it though. Seriously, just watch it and let me know what you think because it really is one of those films where it's like, I, I just just watch it. Just watch it. Yeah, I definitely um, will. Yeah, but like this, this movie is just so well done. Like it, it really it puts you in that that mindset of what would you do if you're in this position? You know, if the whole town you're in is shutting down because something's fucking going crazy, um, like COVID. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, we're not going like going that crazy, but still, there's some fucking idiots out there that don't know what they're doing. Um, no, like this movie, Timothy Oliphant is amazing in it as a lead. Uh, Daniel Pennebaker as well. She's in the remake of Friday the 13th. Everyone knows from that. This movie's just fucking awesome, though, honestly. This is really, really good. Um, the kills are crazy as shit. Um, it gives you that sense of fear throughout the entire film. Uh, you really don't know what's going to happen next. Um, it, it's definitely a journey. It really is a journey because it takes you from the initial contact to the entire, you know, just takes you through that entire, the entire, you know, journey from these these characters that have to try to make it through. And of course, with every zombie esque film, you know, there's always people you think are going to make it that don't, or that you know don't think you're going to make it but do. And it's it's just it's one of those just great, well done. You know, and I'm, it's not really a true zombie film if you want to look at it from that aspect, but it but it is. So I'm, I know I'm kind of giving a very vague, you know. Uh, view of this film, which I'm doing it on purpose because I know a lot of people haven't seen this movie before. So especially you. So I want to make sure I don't give too much away, but it really is a fantastically made movie. It looks great. Um, the, the zombies look great. The kills are great. Just the, the every, the cinematography is amazing. Uh, and then the story itself is just really well written. So uh, I think the writer was, uh, it's previous, uh, Scott Kozar and Ray Wright. They really did a great job with the screenplay on this one. They really did a phenomenal fucking job. So definitely you haven't seen this movie. Go watch it. I'm not gonna say what the fuck's wrong with you because a lot of people haven't because it's just one of those movies you don't think is gonna do real good. Oh, and I'm not allowed anymore. But um, that applies to me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yes, exactly. So, but yeah. So I guess that's all we're gonna talk about uh, for our countdown. So, I mean, there's there's the top fives from both of us. So I think. Well, and it's interesting too um, how you mentioned people don't want to call this a zombie film. It's it's definitely kind of imperative to mention that uh, the difference between like a virus film and a zombie film and uh people will get so heated about it but like i would i would almost call it a zombie you know it's i don't I mean i get it zombies are undead and a virus and virus like affects living people i guess i don't know because it's the same with 28 days later and 28 weeks later it's technically they're viruses but like they're, they're like they're, they're like the same people, you know, it's like potato. Yeah, true. Potato. true. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't, I have nothing to say about that. You're exactly right. So, uh, but, but then again, <laughs> to me, anything that kind of makes someone do something that they don't, wouldn't normally do, I kind of put that in the whole zombie genre. So I guess that's why I 
put this one where it's supposed to be, uh, or where it ended up, I guess. So, um, but yeah, so props. I'm gonna go buy this movie now. Yes, seriously, I'm, I, you will not, you will not be disappointed. I'm telling you, you would love this fucking movie. It's that great. It's just it's so well done. But yeah, but you also watch the original one. Okay, watch watch the, the 2010 first, and then watch the original, and then let me know what you think. Seriously, because it's I'm not gonna say a word. I'm just gonna leave it like that. It's t- it's tough too with remakes. A lot of them really take over the original just because they have a lot more going on. And uh, that's looking at you, Hills of Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, dude. Oh my fucking god. Anyway, um, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, there goes the top fives for Romero. Um, that's the the one, the first one, and our, our next five that we're gonna knock out here to end the season off. Uh, like I said, it's been a long time since we've done this, and I really, really am glad to be back doing this. I've missed it so much. Um, we're really gonna start putting a lot of ourselves into this podcast because I really want this to go somewhere. Uh, we've grown so much. We're already at 2,200 followers on Instagram. Uh, the Facebook page is growing too. Uh, fuck Twitter. Um, so uh, definitely Twitter. Uh, get out of here with uh, that shit. <laughs> I know it's fucking stupid, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I, we're really gonna start focusing on this and really get some stuff going and some stuff planned. And I just I'm excited. Uh, we were gonna ha- have a costume contest this October, but it just didn't work out. Next year though, we're definitely going to get some shit going. I'm gonna start like November first. Getting some shit, you know, together. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I'm gonna I'm gonna rack some shit up, and we're it's, it's gonna be awesome. So um, you never plan too for, early. Exactly. I mean, um, I prepare for Halloween. You know, of course, like the day after Halloween. So um, yeah, that's the way mm-hmm. it goes. So oh, um, and uh, to kind of get some listeners involved real quick, uh, yeah. Megan made a very good point on the fight between virus and zombie uh, movies. Uh, she said, "Best difference between virus movies and zombie movies is the people affected in virus movies can be killed by other means." Oh, that's so, true. Very. Yeah. Uh, there you go. There's a separation. Yeah. So talk talk to us while we're live, guys, and uh, you know we might mention you on the podcast. There you go. Seriously, awesome. Um, I actually didn't go live again, but it will. We'll let you stay live. So, um, but we're just gonna wrap <laughs> the show up anyway. So we're just gonna go through all the bullshit here at the end. So, uh, so. In saying all that, uh, give some shout-outs real fast. Of course, to our, uh, our patrons, you guys keep us going. Uh, even even through this downtime, you still have not wavered. We really appreciate it, guys. Seriously, it's it's the support we get from you all is just I can't. I, I'm speechless. I am speechless because you guys blow me away. Um, again, all you know, everyone has been buying all our merch. Seriously, it's I, I can't believe it either. It's just it's unreal the support you guys give us, buying our shit and wearing us out and. You know, taking pictures and doing whatever you're doing. Just seriously, it's fucking amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Um, if I can just butt in real quick. Oh, it, yeah, no. It, man, uh, obviously, I'm going to mirror everything he just said, but it's seriously so fucking surreal. Um, pardon my French. Uh, to see our ugly mugs on like some of you guys. Uh, it's honestly, <laughs> it didn't feel real for a while, you know, but like the fact that like we have genuine people that like care about what we do because we're very passionate about this. We do, we do our fucking research, even though we did a show on George A. Romero and didn't know how he passed away. Uh, that slipped. So don't yell at us, <laughs> but we do, we, we try to do our research here. We do put real time into it. We don't get paid for this guys. Um, so, you know, the fact that you guys are there still and you want to kind of just support what we do, that really means a lot more than, you know, and to, to again, to see our ugly mugs on you is it's just, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. And I can't, ever thank you guys enough for being there and talking horror with us as well while while we talk over microphone yes seriously that's you know it, it just is weird because i told someone like i told you though that i was like you know i've been wanting to do this ever since i was a little kid 
and now that I actually have people like listening to what I'm saying and, you know, and enjoying what I'm talking about and doing it every week and or every other week or whatever, however long we do it. But like, it's just, it's just amazing to have that. And I really just, it means so much to me. It really means everything to me. So just thank mm-hmm. you. I can't say it. I can't say it enough, honestly, because it's just, it's amazing how I feel knowing you guys actually care what we're talking about. So it blows me away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll give a few podcast shout outs real quick. Um, I'll just give them and then we'll just I'll expound later on. Uh, Alone in the Dark podcast. First of all, if you haven't watched their live reading of the scripts, oh my God, I watched, I watched last night for the first time. They did Halloween 4. I was laughing so fucking hard. Oh my God, you guys are the best. I it's just, I'll share it in my story. Well, I'll even share it on the podcast page too. You got to go watch it. It's fucking phenomenal. Uh, you guys are the best, seriously. Um, we have Dolls of Horror. We have a podcast on Elm Street and the Horror Basement. Uh, you guys are always on point with everything you do. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for just always putting out great content and is kicking ass and always, always giving us shout outs and always supporting us too. We really the, the back and forth is so fucking perfect. We really appreciate it. So thank you guys so very much. So if you haven't looked them up, go look on Instagram or on Facebook or uh, any of the podcast apps and, and check them out because they're always phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. I guess we'll uh, plug ourselves up as we always do. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at it's a horror podcast. Uh, same on Facebook. Fuck Twitter. Fuck Twitter. Fuck them. And uh, of course, you can find us. You can find us on, I love that. You can find us on T Public for all our merch. Um, the link is in uh, on the podcast page, uh, in the bio. It's in my bio as well. Um, go check us out there. Uh, I'm actually going to start a YouTube channel pretty soon. Uh, kind of expounding on what we do here. Uh, I'm going to actually get you guys. Yeah, I'm going to get you guys involved. Actually, I'm going to start interviewing people from the horror community and on Instagram and Facebook, possibly. So. Uh, we're just going to pick a movie and we're going to talk about it and it's going to be phenomenal. But I want to get, I also want to get people to see other people just before, you know, other than just their posts, you know, they can talk about themselves, where they came from, their horror, you know, horror background, all that kind of stuff. So I'm interested in knowing you guys. Like I said, I started my Instagram account for two, two reasons to meet people with like minds with horror and to get this podcast started. So that's what I want to do. And that's very, I want to expound on that with this YouTube channel. So, uh, and also go check out my boy slash and captain on YouTube. He hey. shows off his amazing, amazing collection. Oh my God. Yeah. I love watching your videos, dude. Just to see all the stuff Thank you have you. is so fucking amazing. Thank you. That means so much. Uh, but yeah, guys, uh, my YouTube channel is the same as my Instagram name slash and captain. So if you, if you have, uh, I'm trying to think of how many hours I have on there. If you have like three hours to spend, just, Come, come hang out, watch me go through my movies and give my opinions on them. Hit me up in the comment section. I love hitting you guys back. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, it's been a, it's been a fun ride and, uh, you know, stay tuned. I got some things planned. Sweet. I can't wait, dude. I'm so excited. Uh, but yeah, go check him out. So yeah, we're, we're definitely going to be expanding our, our horizons here and getting more stuff going. And I'm so proud of Kevin for doing your YouTube channel, man. It's turning out great. So yeah, Thank just, you. just phenomenal stuff, dude. Um, so, uh, I'm, I spent a long time, dude. I can't figure out what else I need to do here. Um, I think I'm missing something. I guess we'll talk about the next director we're going to talk about. Actually, they're behind the scenes here. We're actually going to be recording this next episode in a few minutes. Uh, we're going to take a break and then come right back and do it. I'm so excited to do this episode. Like, mm-hmm. so, so excited. Like, it's my second favorite director. So, Kevin, yeah, it's going to be so good. You want me to tell him who it is? Tell him who it is, dude. You want to give me a quick drum roll, real quick? 
That was that was so good. That was so good. <laughs> Thank you, dude. <laughs> All right, so it's a love it or hate it. It's going to be Rob Zombie. Uh, we're going to be talking about Fuck Rob Zombie. You. Yeah, we're going to be talking about Rob Zombie in the next episode. Um, obviously, I can. I already have so many opinions. I can't wait to get out there. Um, I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode. Um, it's going to be a really good time. So just make sure you stay tuned next week, for, two weeks from now, to check that one out. Yes. Um, and yeah, or or if you're or if you're on live, like we may go live again. If you're live, you can probably see a little, you know, a little bit of a sneak peek. So yeah, exactly. So there you go. There's there's a little behind the scenes, a little you know, if you want to get us a little earlier than everyone else does, you can just watch this as we do this. So that mm-hmm. uh, would be more raw, of course. But uh, anyway. Well, you, we try well, to cool. keep it all, you know. Oh, oh, I do it wrong. I mean, uh, sorry, I, sh- that's, I shouldn't step out that far. Um, <laughs> we'll bring it back just a little bit. Uh, anyway, okay, well, let's just wrap this up because I'm excited to get this other episode recorded. And uh, I, like I said, you know, we're releasing this first episode. I'm going to release it on uh, the 2nd of November. Hopefully to kind of keep you guys rolling in the whole spooky season shit because after the 31st of October, it's like everyone kind of goes, mm, you know, it dives down. But I want to keep you guys pumped up for, you know, the spooky season lasts the rest of the year. And let's make 2020 go out with a bang. Seriously. Let's, you know, I want, I want to bang Kevin and let's just go. With a bang. <laughs> I mean, what? This year needs I, something, I, man. It needs to pick me up for sure. Seriously. I need more. Anyway, I don't know what I'm, I need. I just need more horror in my life. So let's just get that going. But anyway, let's just wrap it up by saying my name is Wes. And I'm Kevin. And we'll see you next time. See ya. Don't let her get away, Mommy. Don't let her live. I won't, Jason. I won't.